Hello and welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your hosts Ao and Antino. On this special podcast, we're going to have our special guest Jacob Ortega this week and talk to us about some pretty cool things like memory aids and uh, you know coffee and being left-handed. You know some of the greatest things in life. So stay tuned. And uh, listen to the shocking new revelation Antonio has. Enjoy. Okay. Welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast. As we already said, we have our special guest, Jacob Ortega. Thanks for having me on. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) If you guys can imagine right now, we are sitting in a cocoon of wires and electronics. It took us uh, quite a long time to get all this stuff together. We just bought a new system, and uh, despite it being a new age, it's, it's... takes a lot of wires to run it, so. Yep. Yep. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So, there's a big thing I want to talk about, and it actually doesn't have to do with Jacob. And I kind of feel bad because it's going to steal his thunder just a little bit. So I don't know if you want to talk about that now, Aaron, if you want to wait till the end. Um, let's wait to the end. Okay. You, you always save the, the bombshells for the end, so, <laughs> if that's what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, so we've been wanting to have Jacob on the podcast for a long time now, and I'm really glad that we got everything hooked up. <laughs> How are you feeling today? A little scared now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You already work with enough low-voltage wires. Now they can, like, choke you and stuff, so... Yeah, I'm always worried about getting choked by wires when I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we wanted to have you on because uh, we, ever since I've met you, there's always been these uh, like very interesting, interesting things that I've never heard of but tend to be pretty useful. Uh, one of them that we had been talking about just over text was the mnemonic peg memory system. Um. Yeah. Um, so the peg system is is really good, but the thing is, you can basically build it from scratch to to make it fit your own needs. So it can be completely different depending on who's using it. Can I do my taxes with it? <laughs> no. <laughs> can I do someone else's taxes with it? <laughs> but you know, it it can be as complex or as simple as you want. So it it starts basically being able to. Uh, memorize a, a short list of things in any order that you want, and it can be as complicated as remembering every president that has ever been and what year that they were in office. Uh, you know, it can get as complicated as you want it to be. Wow, I think Aaron, you'd said you'd heard about it before. Yeah, I had actually did an online course that kind of taught the basics. I just never finished it, but I did learn the basics. So, like for example, the like remembering a list of 10 random things or 20 random things. If they give it to me out of order, I can put it in order and recite it back to you. So stuff like that, the basics. But what he's saying is that you can use the same system and, remem- and memorize more complicated things and even remember people's names, who you just met. Um, there's it, You can really expand on it. And I just went through the very basics. So Is you, that pretty much the same thing you were talking about? Because what I'm looking at right here is the rhyming – peg word system mm-hmm. yeah and, uh, the the rhyming system i would i would personally never use um because the whole point of the peg system is to be visual so that kind of takes the visual part out of it to use rhymes as your 
as your um, we'll call it your tags that you're mm -hmm. using to to memorize things on. So the system that I use for that is actually visual. So I think you had talked about like counting cards and stuff. Yeah. So um, if I had a deck of cards, could you kind of explain it to us a little better? Um, no, I could, I could, I could explain it without a deck of cards. Um, so I was using that system to actually, uh, shuffle up a deck of cards and to be able to memorize what order that they were in, um, by number, not just, um, backwards and forwards, but you could call any number out within the deck, um, and actually be able to remember what card was what. And that was because each spot in the deck one out of 52 has its own tag on what that number is and then each card itself has its own tag and so you have to be able to combine those tags make a visual and then it will get stuck in your head and you will remember it hmm. because instead of being two random pieces of information like this random card that you don't care about and this random number that you don't care about that you have to remember it actually becomes a story a visual and then it's something that um, you won't forget because you do care about it. Hmm. So that's kind of like the process of elimination then as you're going through one card after the other. Are you keeping track of which ones you're going through or is it just... Well, yes and no because you, you have to get really good at creating those visuals. That's really hard at first because sometimes um, what your tags end up being can be really uh, boring and kind of asinine and so you have to... You have to train yourself to make things as ridiculous or vulgar or weird, just anything to make it actually stand out. Because if it's something asinine, like you're putting a flower in a pot and you're watering it, you're going to forget that. Oh, okay. Um, but one, uh, the first time that I did that, um, there was a visual where uh, I still had that visual stuck in my head to this day. Um, there was a chicken just kind of like <laughs> walking around eating. And I could see just like this really creepy shadow just kind of creep over him. And when he turned around to see what it was, just this like scythe came through, chopped off his head, <laughs> and there was just like blood and feathers everywhere. And that visual means that the second card of the deck is the Ace of Spades. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so instead of a weird, you know, just like I said, just random... Um, information that you're not going to care about you turn those things into visuals so the ace of spades is the grim reaper because the ace of spades is known as the death card okay and then um the letter to itself is n and so the visual for that is actually hen and so that's where you have to combine the visual of a chicken and the grim reaper and that's how that visual came to be stuck in my head and now first time I did that was like five years ago and I still have that visual stuck in my head without me trying to memorize that. Yeah, yeah, it comes more naturally than actually having to sit down and rack your brain. But what, what's like the practical application of that then? Um, it depends on what you want to use it for. Um, some people use it to memorize their, uh, you know, their social security number or their credit cards. Some people use it for their passwords. Um, you can use it for taking a test and stuff while you're still in school. Uh, memorize just ridiculous amounts of information. Uh, like I said, it just depends on how you want to use it. Hmm. How would you want to use it, Aaron? I, I don't know just yet, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I think if you could maybe just give us a quick rundown of the basic, like, for example, the 
when it comes to the te- the the peg word system? Like, could you give us a um, a quick rundown of how I would memorize a list of ten things? Okay, so um, uh, the one that you have here in the example, like I said, is the rhyming system. I use more of a visual system. Which we can ignore that. Yeah, um, yeah. Like so, I said, if I got ten cards and we gave them to him, and then you had him memorize it, would he be able to recite them back to me, or would you need more time to actually prove it? Um, we could do that. It would just take a really long time to oh. go through. And, <laughs> well, no, because you would have to explain each tag and each visual, and, and it would have to be his own creation. Exactly. But and we don't so, want to get that vulgar this time. <laughs> so, so uh, like I said, it's very really visual. So with one, one looks like a lowercase l already. Mm-hmm. So remembering that one is l is really easy and it's really natural. Okay. Instead of you know trying to rhyme it with another word or something random like that. One and fun mm-hmm. or bun as it has here. Yeah, and then so the other thing is you don't want to really add more consonants because that can add more letters and that would actually complicate the system. Mm-hmm. So um, originally where I saw this was in a, uh, a Darren Brown book, but the, the one that he used for one uh, L was actually ale. And so that would be your tag. So then when you're combining something with that tag, say a card, mm-hmm. you, have to, you have to combine ale with that tag and then try to make it uh something memorable something visual that you you know you can hang on to okay so one would be l all right and what would two be like walk me through like a one through ten like what would be my pegs for one through ten because for people who are listening they they may not have any idea how this whole system works okay so so, um two would be the letter n um uh just because of its its shape it has two humps and that's kind of how you remember it um so the tag for that would be hen um as i mentioned with the grim reaper thing so anything that you want to use as a tag would be that way um m uh uh, three is m because it has three humps so again it's visual gotcha Um, okay the one for that is actually ham ham okay uh four (laughs) because four ends in r um that's how you remember that one uh four is r but because you can't really add on any other vowels, and they kind of have a habit of using H, because that isn't an extra vowel in terms of other letters, the um, the actual tag that he used for four would be whore. Um, so if you want to change that or use something else in place of that, <laughs> that would be better. Um, but you just have to remember that with your other tags, <laughs> how you're going to apply it. <laughs> okay. So what will be five? Uh, five. No, no, we'll stop that. Don't <laughs> <laughs> we get worse uh, from here? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's the only off one. But uh, five. So um, five has an F and a V sound in it, so it could be either of those letters. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, using an H because it doesn't add anything, it would be hive. Um, so that one actually matches that one just out of you know randomness. But okay. Uh, so yeah, like a beehive, and you can kind of. You know, combine that into something else. Uh, six, um, because it looks like a, like a like a P or a B. Um, you could use it for either of those letters. Um, so the one that actually goes with that is B. B. Okay. So you know, uh, visualizing a B, how you can um, turn that into something. And that would be six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, seven, already kind of looks like a like a capital T. Mm-hmm. So T is the tag for that, and then T is the actual visual um, that you use for that. Okay. Um, eight, uh, 
use the pyros or something. I, I want to come back to that one because for some reason I'm not remembering off the top of my head. Um, uh, nine uh, looks like a lowercase g. So g is actually the tag for that. Um, so that one would be goo. Why is eight? I'm sorry, I'm totally blanking on eight. It's been a minute since I've used the system. Hmm. Which is very helpful when you forget how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, folks, this is a perfect memory aid. <laughs> you will never forget anything in your life. <laughs> After this podcast, you will remember everything from here on. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So eight is actually, um, it's like a J sound. Um, that's why it was, that one's actually weird. So the actual, the, it's phonetic. So it's actually hedge mm. is the tag for that one because it makes that J sound, even though it's DG. Mm -hmm. Um, so that one's kind of weird. Okay. So when you, when you get into two digit letters, it just, um, you have to be able to put both those letters into a word without adding any extra consonants that would change it to add more letters. Okay. And, again, you can make it as complicated as, as you want. Okay. But just for the sake of um, example, we'll just do – we'll just work off of um, – Like Aaron's social security team. number right now. We're going <laughs> to <Yeah, exactly. laughs> – We'll memorize that. Yeah. 472. <laughs> 38. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't think I'll ever forget four now, so thanks a lot. Yeah, I, hey, I didn't write it. <laughs> like I said, that I read that in a in a book. But okay, so if I were to give you a list of ten items randomly out of order, based on the system that you just gave us, would you be able to recite them back to us? Yes, absolutely. in order. Mm -hmm. Okay, so can I give? I actually made a list. I'm all, uh, I have like two more items to add to it, but I'll start giving you the list, and then we can kind of go from there. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. All right. So. Number two is car. Okay. Um, number four is rug. Okay. Number six is Microsoft. Okay. Um, number three is notebook. to remember okay. what um which ones i told you uh you didn't type them well no I, i'm Just typing trying to them. read them out of order so i can oh. yeah so he can't uh number one is tv okay number seven is apple okay uh number nine is going to be uh ipad Uh, number eight is going to be glass. Okay. Number 10 is going to be football. Okay. Um, let's see. Number five is vacuum. that's all of them right <laughs> did i do them all i don't know y yeah you, you did them all i, I just all? think it was funny that you chose four as rug because like he was 
Yeah, I was. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, wait, four is because four the one for the only reason I remember four. Well, <laughs> no. No. We went back to four again. No, it's no, because no. it's R. No, no, no. So, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so that one was saying. like easy. <laughs> okay, got you, got you. Well, I, I did this list before I heard his, so I didn't understand. I didn't know how, what method he was going to use, but I did. I hope I covered one through ten. And yeah, too. yeah, you did. You okay, did. Yeah. okay. So, could you recite that list back to me? Um, why don't you give me a random number and I'll give it to you that way, so I don't I can do it out of order. Okay. All right. Um. What was number nine? Nine. So, um, like I said, nine is G is goo. And so the visual that I had in my head was like an iPad being trapped in goo and somebody trying to get it out as it was like, you know, encompassing their hand. So I would say iPad. Goo pad. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm just making a note of this so I remember which ones I, I actually gave you. So, yeah, that was... um. That was right. So, what about number? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what about number one? Uh, number one was um, so I have a visual in my head of uh, watching a TV as it's like filling up with beer. Uh, so again, ale being the the tag, so I would say TV for that one. Okay. What was number three? have a visual of a pig taking notes so i would have to go with notebook on that one where and where was the pig from again? Uh, ham was the tag m, okay it was three m then ham okay yeah and then a pig taking notes <laughs> all right what was number six He's on a. I'm getting a visual of him on a computer, but what was the tag for that? Oh, I oh, that was Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't think it was just computer, but that's what I was seeing. Yeah. All right. What was number eight? Uh, eight was. Um, I'm getting a visual of like a, a hedge that's made out of glass. So I would go with glass on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um. What was number 10? Um, football. Um, getting yep. a visual, because the tag for 10 is actually lice. Okay. Because um, it combines L and S. <laughs> so <laughs> I got a visual of a guy, like, picking up football, and you can see lice crawling all over it, uh, and it kind of crawls oh, up on him. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful Can't scenery. forget it, though. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What was uh, number 7? Um, seven was apple. Uh, I got a visual of a of an apple with the spout, and they're pouring out tea out of it. Huh. Number four. Uh, four was a rug. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that which was yeah, we'll somehow just... he remembered that <laughs> yeah, one. We'll just skip over that. Four. Did, we, did I ask you for a five already? Uh, you didn't. Uh, five was actually vacuum. Okay. Um, yeah, I got a visual of a guy uh, shoving a vacuum in a beehive trying to suck up all the bees. Okay. <laughs> Why wouldn't he be sucking up the honey? Uh, because that wouldn't be the tag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and number two? 
two, let's see, two, what was, what was the thing doing? And like I said, I hope, hopefully I did give you two because I went out of order myself, but I didn't mark the ones that I gave you. Let me see it. Oh, yeah, but. Did he give me one? He did. Trying to think. Um, yeah, because I'm trying to think of it. I mean, the tag is a is a hen. I'm trying to think what happened to the the hen in that narrative. That was the first I one you gave me, actually. Sure. I think. This makes for great podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> the awkward silence. The awkward silence. Um. Hey, guys. Tune in this week as you sit here for another five minutes of awkward silence. <laughs> Normally, you can do it yourself, but you can do it with us this week. <laughs> what happened to the... I'm trying to think of the visual. Oh, man. Um, and like I said, I apologize. When I was giving them out, I kind of... It wasn't... The list was kind of... Yeah. Um, all over the place. No, I must not have made a, a very good visual for that because I can't... I can't see it was that a car. in my head right now. Oh, yeah, that's why. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but the system... <laughs> no, no, but in all seriousness, no, it, obviously it works because... Yeah, that's pretty cool. So you, you have the same... Ex- what I'm getting from it, though, is you have the same exact tags for every, like, number, so to speak. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And so that way it just comes naturally because you already have something that you're going back to, to reference. Exactly. You just add one more visual picture to that, and then that visual becomes the answer to whatever question it is yeah and then sometimes like i said if the visual isn't vivid or weird enough sometimes it doesn't stick and so why didn't the car stick uh honestly the visual that i had was a um a a car that looked like a chicken um and i think where i messed up on that one was the it kind of made the tag the car part Mm -hmm. and so when i was trying to think of what happened to the chicken i didn't see the chicken in the visual because it was already the car oh so yeah that's where i messed up on that one but um yeah and it it takes practice too like i haven't uh i haven't uh, memorized anything using the peg system in in a little bit yeah but the system itself is again remembering uh something with a number can you do that? Does it have to be numbers? Can you do something else? Like what? Let's say, um, what's a, what's something you'd have to memorize pretty frequently? Well, let's just say like you had some system, uh, like you were taking inventory at a shop, and each box weighed different numbers. Let's say this box weighed five pounds. This bit walk. Ugh, this box had two bags of five pounds. Comes out to ten pounds. That system wouldn't be as good for that. Uh, for that, it would probably be better to use a linking system. Hmm. Um, which is which is good because the peg system can kind of be connected with anything else. But if you're trying to remember the value attached to something mm-hmm. back and forth that way, it would probably be better just to try to link those two in your mind, in which is a totally different thing. Well, well, let's just say, for example, you met. What about mem- like memorizing names? Like, let's just say you met like five people at you know at in one in one setting. How would you? Could you use that to remember their names? Peg system, not so much because it's using it's using numbers to kind of tag it mm-hmm. to things, and so with people that doesn't uh, that doesn't translate nearly as cleanly. Um, with names, I typically try to anchor their name either 
to its own visual or um, to a sound, uh, something like that. And then the other thing is, if somebody that I meet has the name of several other people that I know with that same name, mm -hmm. I will try to group that person's face with their face in my head. Mm -hmm. So when I see them and I see those other people in my head, when I when I see them, I know they're also uh, have that same name. Okay. But yeah, the peg system's not really good for that. Okay. And I guess the one other thing I can think of is like, what if you wanted to give like a speech or something? Would any of these principles work for that? That's where I think we're going to get into the mind palace here, right? Uh, memory thing? Um, speech is different because you're kind of on the spot and you have to be able to to give that information out cleanly mm -hmm. and more natural. Mm -hmm. So that one, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't even know about the mind palace so much on that. That one might be better with linking because if you're giving a speech or, or, or something like that, it's going to be in order mm -hmm. anyways. Mm -hmm. So if you can link one thing to the next, okay, uh, it makes it easier to, to have a, you know, a smooth flow all the way through. Okay. That's so kind of like, oh, sorry. Wait. So if a speech would be like that, like, related to linking would the same principle apply for taking notes you use like a linking system as well yeah so the difference between linking and, and peg system is is with the peg system you're you're trying to link something to its own tag and the tag doesn't change with linking system it's just you start with the first thing that you want to remember and you connect it to the next thing gotcha and you, you know you try to do that visually okay and so like if you're trying to put together like a grocery list or um, you know memorize a speech stuff like that, mm -hmm. um, linking them together would probably be better for that. Okay, and sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just thinking like when Anna when she's taking notes uh, for something in ASL, that's kind of how she does it is by drawing pictures, mm -hmm. and the visuals kind of speak the language as opposed to writing down, because uh, you're mostly using uh, concepts as opposed to actual words. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. So I think that's kind of like what you're talking about linking yeah could you explain like a little bit of like what the linking system is or okay so like a or like a good example how to use it um so the um like i said it's you're taking things that you're already trying to remember and connecting them together so like if you're um you're going to the grocery store and um you know you need to get soda but then you also you know need to pick up some bananas mm -hmm. then you you take one of those things and you you link it to the other okay so when you get there and you're like oh yeah i need to get soda and that reminds you of the next thing that you have to remember but again the more weird visual you know out there that it is the easier it is to remember like banana soda or something so well even that i mean all the weird stuff that they have now you might even forget that so um you know, if you think of like a, I don't know, like an anthropomorphized banana, like walking around drinking a soda, like, <laughs> <laughs> you might not forget that. Yeah. But, um, but again, you're not trying to connect it to its own tag. You're not, you know, what was item number one on my list that I was looking for? Um, that one's just easier to kind of, uh, <laughs> to try to, you know, bring them together. Oh, what? So, Okay. So, like, if I was going to the store and I needed cake mix, wheat bread, Coca-Cola, <laughs> and shaving cream, how yeah. would you memorize Anthropomorphize that? Anthropomorphize is an attribute human – to attribute human characteristics or behavior to a yeah, object. Like, yeah, yeah, like most cartoons and, wow, and like, SpongeBob. Wow, that's the first time I ever heard that word. <laughs> 
Yeah, so if you saw like a banana person drinking soda, like that would stick more in your well, head. Well, no, I just banana flavored pajamas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, yeah, that that's, a, that's a whole other tangent though. Like, yeah, that would yeah, just ruin it. Yeah, let's not go on. <laughs> the bananas and pajamas. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah, that can get that can get tricky. Um when again you're putting things that like in your head are are kind of just like boring or or everyday items mm-hmm. and and trying to connect them in that way so it the thing is practicing with it and seeing what kind of visuals and and getting used to just making a ridiculous visual on everyday things it it does make it a lot easier mm-hmm. um because trying to link a full shopping list to a you know a numbered list like that can be you know a little bit too much mm-hmm. especially kind of defeats the purpose of being able to remember something and efficiently be able to go pick it up at the store mm-hmm. so yeah linking would probably be better for that but you know sometimes that does get hard too mm-hmm. yeah so i think it, for me like <laughs> i spend so time make uh, spend so much time making up the system that when it comes to actually doing the job just like oh <laughs> I did all that work just to remember soup and chips. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, once once upon a time, there was this giant polar bear who needed chips, <laughs> but not just any chips. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's where it just gets into, um, you know, how beneficial and how useful it's going to be to you. Because so, but you'd say, like, linking is used mostly in marketing then also, because now that I said polar bears, I'm thinking of Coke. Um, that, I mean, that gets into, um, that gets into a whole nother psychology thing. So that's, <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay, polar bears. We, this is now the, like, mascot for our soda. Yeah. Like, can you guys actually? Yes, we can. No one copyrights polar bears like us, okay? What about Klondike? Forget Klondike. <laughs> this is a whole other ball game now. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think we want to get into uh, to that kind of psychology right now. Wow. <laughs> well, whenever you think of polar bears, think of me now. Nice. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I just thought it was interesting because, like you said, the whole the memory aid stuff. I've never really delved too deep into it, although we were trying to learn uh, like another language. But that was that was totally different using those memory aids. I think with language, what kind of a system would you use the best to to learn a language then? Um, something as complex as a language, uh, honestly, you would be using a measure of different things because you're going to have words that are similar to the words that you already use in your own language. So being able to link those to those would make it more uh, useful. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them that are way off, then you have to worry more about being able to connect it but again it's what makes most sense to you yeah because you're the one who has to remember it so again peg system i don't think would work so much for that um because you would have to be combining a (laughs) you would have to make number of well it's not only that but you would have to make a number tag for a word that you want to be able to use naturally so yeah you know if you're trying to remember a list of vocabulary to uh, show off for somebody once that's It'd one be, thing yeah. but to be able to remember something comprehend it and actually be able to use it as another language mm-hmm. 
Uh, you know, that's a totally different thing. Yeah. So then I think we had talked about the – where was I going? Oh, <laughs> I didn't even take screenshots of this. I just got the link because I was like, why am I screenshotting all this stuff when I can just open it? So the Memory Palace. Let's talk about that for a little bit. So Wikipedia, which is the uh, really the best source for any information. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. As long as you're, you're not donating to them. <laughs> Wait, what? We can't donate? Well, I've I don't I've never donated. They're like, all we need is twenty five cents. Please, yeah, exactly. Please, sir. And I'm like, oh, no. we will go offline. You know? <laughs> Listen, sir. The internet is free. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just oh, open God. up another site. <laughs> I think there's like people that actually go on and edit it for free. Oh, they, yeah. don't well, even, they don't even get paid. No, yeah, you can you can anyone. I think anyone can edit a Wikipedia page. I think. But yeah. there's people that spend time to correct the errors. Yeah, and actually add the um, the links to like what they're referencing and stuff, like to prove what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Why would anybody put that much work into something and not make any money from it? <laughs> Again, Anyways, back to our shit. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Freud. Um, <laughs> um, so, with the Memory Palace. Um, you know that that got popular with the whole Sherlock Holmes thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's actually using location. The the reason Memory Palace is kind of a misnomer because that's already assuming that you can remember an entire palace worth of of locations to be able to connect things to. And so, at its most simplest form. You really don't want to try to like this list is using this specific location to try to remember things, but the thing is, you have to remember that location to be able to to add tags to it. Hmm. So, if you were going to start building uh, your memory by location, the best thing to do is to start at home. So, look around you and just kind of connect information that you have to visuals around the house, and that could be as simple as. Um, you know, I don't want to forget to not take my wallet with me. So you can, like, walk up, kind of stare at the front door and get that visual of, like, your wallet mm-hmm. in your head. And then it will stick. And then when you go to walk out the house, and then it makes you think of your wallet. And then you realize you forgot your wallet. You'll go back for it. So it could be as simple as that. Or it could actually be, you know, to the point of memorizing whole files of information that you have tucked around in that location in your head. Hmm. It's kind of the same principle as like tying a string around your finger. Yeah, exactly. But like you see that visual, and that reminds you of something else. Huh. But you like you would just do that with your cell phone, for instance. If you pulled your cell phone out of your pocket, you would think about something else. Exactly. And then again, you can make that you know complicated enough where you're thinking about you walking into your house, going into a specific room, and getting a piece of information. Um, even the same way that they kind of portrayed on on some of the the Sherlock Holmes shows, but the the thing is, it it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of uh, developing that system in your head, how it makes sense to you, and where you're going to store information. So that's not something that tomorrow you're going to have the memory palace and be able to store anything you've ever learned in that place. Hmm. But you can start gradually with simple things like that, and then 
again, build up to it. So what you're saying is instead of actually physically pulling my phone out of my pocket, I could visual, vi- bleh, visualize myself opening the door, walking into my room, which in my mind, palace is where I keep my phone in a drawer in my desk. Yeah, so like, say you're trying to memorize something like we were talking about with language. Like if you were trying to memorize uh, a set of vocabulary words, when you're memorizing those words, you you can visualize yourself putting those away in a file, actually writing them down and putting them in a folder maybe in your bedroom in a drawer. And then so when you're trying to remember what that vocabulary is, you can visualize yourself going into your room, going into that drawer where you have that fo- that folder in your mind. Mm. And and look up those words that you that you tie to that memory. So it's like creating its own false memory to attach things to it. Hmm. That's where that whole location thing comes from. But again, that can be as complex as as your mind can handle it or as much work as you want to put into remembering a ridiculous amount of things. Yeah, which I I don't the things I want to remember. I don't remember and the things I don't want to remember are ever so clear. Mm hmm. And that, and that's, again, that's part of the principle behind it, making those visuals bizarre and weird because those are the things that you remember. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's the same way that you know, there's nursery rhymes that you maybe haven't heard since you were a child, and you could still recite word for word, even though you'd never think about those things. Yeah, because you still have, you know, the the, you know, the the song stuck in your head you know you can still hear that in your head you can still see the visuals of you know the childhood books of seeing humpty dumpty fall off the wall and yeah because you get those visuals stuck with the words over and over yeah and then as soon as we go to school they completely change the way that we learn things Uh uh-huh but if we continue to learn the same way that we naturally learn things you can actually store so much more information in your head and how because it's funny that the school system is based upon memorization and yet they don't teach good memorization tools. Yeah, and that that is a problem. And it, it, it comes to the point where, you know, everyone, t- you know, kind of jokes about you shove all these things into your head and then you immediately forget, you know, after you you graduate. And that's the – that's just kind of the problem in the way that we try to learn academically is because we just jam information to, into our head and yeah. hold on to it long enough to recite it. And then <laughs> exactly. it has no use. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's this little kid and he was like – he was telling me a bunch of facts, and one of them, he was like, did you know that a red car is more likely to get pulled over to get a speeding ticket? And I was like, oh, did you know that by the time you're mine, you're going to forget all this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's true. It's yeah. true. The way we teach in school. Yeah. I wish they could use more of these principles, like, in public schools to actually teach things. Yeah, it still would have been dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, but... Oh, now I'm mer- I can't remember everything. <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> Why is George Washington in my head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of, uh, I don't know. I just th- I found that stuff very interesting because uh, I think everybody's trying to memorize stuff, but sometimes it's not the stuff that we want to memorize. So I think the system... Like you were saying, it's kind of good to, uh, to use. I'm not really sure what I re- want to remember right now, though. I th- but the PEG system for me is, like, really interesting. I really like that one. It's yeah, really well, it's because your brain is supposed to work away one way, and it does work that way. But these other things get in the way of it, and it makes you, like, kind of divert 
you know, because it's like you should just do th- the way things are natural. It comes naturally to you, like you're saying. When you have these visuals, you make it for yourself, and then you don't even have to stress about it. It's just like there. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. So, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. So thanks for uh, thanks for sharing that with us. Oh, no I know when I had texted you, you're like, nobody wants to hear about this, and I was like, but nobody is hearing about it, <laughs> <laughs> except Aaron apparently, who took like four years of college <laughs> in the peg system with no degree <laughs> to show for it. <laughs> <laughs> the online Aaron's online school degree. I, I just took random classes. Here we here we. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of being in school. This is where we're going to talk about Aaron's favorite subject. <laughs> what? I don't know. Last week, you like we we talked about introducing Jacob to the podcast. Yeah. I said he was a left-handed person. Oh. And then when we got off the air, <laughs> 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 you went off about left-handed people. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my he was God. just unhinged. <laughs> it's like, you don't understand. The scissors. The scissors. The scissors. The scissors. Oh, you're lefty? <laughs> no. I'm not. <laughs> but, yeah, it started in kindergarten. <laughs> they had right-handed scissors and there were left-handed scissors. And so all the kids, you know, when, when it was time to get scissors, we would all run up to this arts and craft table and grab scissors, and all the right-handed scissors would disappear first. And it was always <laughs> I was always stuck with one of the left-handed scissors. And from that moment on. <laughs> Why didn't you just use your left hand to cut? Well, I, I had to, oh. but I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. But yeah, you have to, because if you try to cut with left-handed scissors with your right hand, for some reason it doesn't work. But what's funny is I don't see them. I don't, you don't really see left-handed scissors anywhere anymore. No, they're just there to torture you in your childhood. Maybe, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I'm not saying they're not out there, but I'm, I'm just like, saying, man. like, when you go to the store, you just see scissors. You don't necessarily see which hand they're like, for. teaching children is so boring. Oh, <laughs> let's God. watch them struggle. Yeah. Let's <laughs> like, give okay. them left-handed scissors. <laughs> Ten of you are going to get right-handed scissors. Yeah. And two of you are going to have to <laughs> figure it out yeah. for yourself. Yeah. They had, like, Start a whole box full teeth. of left-handed scissors. I'm like, well, you don't need that many. <laughs> you may need two. For every class oh, of like a hundred, I don't know. I really hope they can hear that helicopter. <laughs> 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 um, anyway, yeah, so. yeah, and I mean, yeah, that that's always an issue with stuff. Um, there's so many things that society just kind of feels like, oh, you have to figure it out because it works for most people, and um, that does make it hard with with just stuff like that, like trying to use scissors to cut something and and make it look neat and that that actually was really hard Mm -hmm. that's funny because like obviously i don't know i mean you live your life and you are around some people that are very similar to you in your whole life and then you you, let's just say you meet someone from a different culture right and then you realize that they do things kind of almost the opposite that you do i didn't realize that being left-handed was really that big of a difference oh yeah so my mom's left-handed, Anna's left-handed, my friend, well, you know, you're left-handed, your brother's left-handed, Jason's left-handed. Uh, a lot more left-handed people than I thought in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and they live a different I'm, life than we do. Yeah, I, you know, I've, I've never thought about it. I really don't even yeah, know it's like who's this. left-handed because I don't really pay attention to it. Well, but that's I, the thing is left-handed people look for that. Mm-hmm. So there's been so many times where I'm writing something and they're like, oh, you're left-handed too. <laughs> <laughs> the We're Illuminati is struggle. just left-handed people. You're right, exactly. <laughs> We're brothers. <Yeah. laughs> 
we can hide in plain sight because <laughs> you don't even know. Except for Beyonce, she's right-handed. So. Oh. oh. <laughs> but she still wins. Oh, okay. I was like, what? I was... <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did Beyonce come up with? <laughs> I was like, is this one of your like memory tricks or something? Oh, That's a, Beyonce is a future podcast. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't talk you can't talk about the Illuminati and not bring up Beyonce. You're I don't like... even talk about the Illuminati. <laughs> you brought it up. Did I? Yes. Oh wow. On the uh, bright side, this podcast is gonna shoot up. T- up the charts just because we mentioned it there you go so i found this internet article called 20 struggles only left-handed people will understand and we'll see if you relate to any of these scissors the first one yeah the scissors is the first one finding a lefty friendly desk yes like all desks are made for righties yeah (laughs) that's funny it's got the handle on that ergonomic handle scissors not for lefties though Okay, measuring tapes tend to be upside down. Yep. You see, I've never even thought about this. Stuff. Exactly, because it doesn't affect you. That at is all. so crazy. You the world is made for it. me. It is my oyster. <laughs> I am right-handed. Hear me roar. <laughs> <laughs> Crosswords are discriminatory. Uh, yeah, that's talking about smearing your letters. So <laughs> when oh. when you're lefty. So when you're righty, your hand is it slanted away from your righty. Uh-huh. And when you're lefty, your hand smears into it. So unless you're super careful to make sure that your your hand is pointed at an angle, you, you will smear your, your letters. And this happens to me at work. I will have marker or pen all over my hand, and everything will be smeared because I'm, like, trying to label cables or something like that. That's a constant issue I have to deal with, like, every day. Wow. Of course, if you write from right to left, then you kind of avoid that problem, though, right? It's writing backwards. There. <laughs> exactly. Show some respect. Yeah, that'll, that'll make it easier for me to memorize a completely different writing system. The eternal right-left elbow war. Oh, like eating? Yeah. Eating at a table. Yeah, which isn't, I mean, you know, when I'm at home with my left-handed brother, that's not an issue. Yeah. The devil's own spiral notebooks. I, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I hate spiral notebooks so bad. Or like the big folders that we would use in school. That uh-huh. you put all your, I hate those so much. <laughs> what? <laughs> so what's wrong with... I just so hated life. What's wrong with the spiral notebooks? I don't understand that. Okay, so when... <laughs> So when you're writing on the right side, mm-hmm. if you're lefty, your hands dig into the rings. Oh. And then it messes up your writing. If you're right-handed, you're writing away from it, so it's not a big deal. Gotcha. But when you're lefty, it's right in your way. Right. So you either have to write straight down, which is awkward mm-hmm. already, mm-hmm. or you have to just gap everything really far and then start writing. But, oh. I mean, if you're writing on the back piece of a paper and a spiral notebook anyways... Well, yeah. If you're just it, yeah, if you're just jotting down notes, I guess it really won't doesn't matter. But if yeah, you're but trying it, to write in the lines and all that stuff, then yeah, I didn't think I didn't think about that. Yeah, can openers can go? They can't. I don't even. <laughs> oh yeah, can openers. Um, that one I don't know. I haven't had an issue with can openers that I can remember. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the left-handed people because you have to use both hands, hands anyways. Because no, you have to grip just it with one it. hand and 
No, a can opener? <laughs> that's not how you open can. Okay, next. Okay, Ooh, firing, that's just firing a gun. A gun. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is. Now, an has issue. this caused you problems in the past? Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, when you're in that tight spot. You're like, oh no, I got to shoot you're my like, gun, but I'm like, left-handed. You're like, dude, could you just move over to the left a little bit <laughs> so I can shoot you? <laughs> oh, uh, legally, I cannot answer that. Okay. <laughs> no, um, even with the with the bow and arrow, the way that they put the sight, mm-hmm. like the notch on that, is always for right-handed people. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, yeah, just like simple things like that, they're made for writing. So that's the you know. So either it's way more expensive, mm-hmm. or you just can't find them. Gotcha. So you either have to do that thing right-handed, which makes it harder and take even longer to learn that thing, mm-hmm. or just not do it. You know? Yeah, because your brother he plays right-handed instruments. Yeah, yeah, because it's just that's the thing that Anna does is like if it's she kind of learned to just some things she's gonna do with her right hand, some things she's gonna do with her left. Yeah, and it and you do, and you make those compromises, and in the end, it messes you up. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jacob is coming out as a fully left-handed person. <laughs> no, it's just because you, you learn to do these things, and then you realize this took me so long, something yeah, else that's yeah. simple and basic for everyone else. Uh-huh. And for me, it's this whole thing that I had to sit and actually practice and learn, and you know, it just makes things harder. Pen decals that remind you you're left-handed. Oh yeah, so any decorations on the pen are going to be upside down. Okay, I can see that. Noticing yeah, fellow matter. lefties in film. Uh, like I said, yeah, you you do notice lefties in public when they're doing stuff, just because that's something that's always on your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I never thought of that either. Accidentally drinking someone else's drink. I don't know. It's not scrolling anywhere. Um. No, you have to worry about other people drinking your drink because they're not used to somebody having their drink on their left side uh, if they're sitting next to you. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one with the problem. You are. Exactly. <laughs> All right. It's like I'm used to sitting next to righties. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, your excuse? Yeah. <laughs> Playing instruments? Yeah. I, I don't play any instruments, so that's not really an issue for me. The binder folders. Yes. See? Told you. Those are the worst. I hate them so much. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I hated them too. I'd always pinch my fingers on those rings. Oh, because again, you're trying to write and the binding, the bind, or the binder part is in the way. The what spirals? You, well, they're not really spirals right there. In a binder folder? Yeah, the binder uh, clip if you're... The clips. Those are what's in your way when you're writing. I don't know. I just always pinch myself on them. Oh, yeah. Keep, keyboard, keyboard number, number pads. pads. What's that? The, you know the number pad that's on your right, that's just numbers. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you'd have to like, <laughs> you have love, to reach over. I love that you think this is all hilarious. It is hilarious yeah. because I love that number pad. It's so easy to type numbers. Just, oh yeah, it's mad. very very easy. You're, you're just like, you are heartless, man. Um, I just Antino imagine you having to go too much. Like this. again. That's one thing that I just learned how to do it right-handed, and it took me longer than it had to. But I got used to it, and it's like whatever. Um, you know, I'm not gonna buy a special keyboard just to have that on the left side or whatever. So yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things you compromise. Do they on. sell keyboards though with that on the left side. Um, I think they sell them with separate, just yeah. separate keypads. Oh, so it's it like its it. own, like yeah, yeah its yeah, own yeah, little yeah. keypad. You can just, put it wherever you want. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What and about there's like a few lefty specialty stores that do sell weird stuff like that. Huh. What about car cup holders? Um, That's not too bad of an issue, right? 
Yeah, I I haven't found that to be an issue. I'm, you know, I'm I'm kind of ghetto, and I'll just put a you know my drink in my lap anyway. So okay, so you drink and drive. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Generally socializing with non lefties. Would you um, rather shake hands with your left hand? Uh, no, but that's because that's something that I've always grown up doing right-handed. So, to me, that's really natural. Um, if somebody gives me their left hand because they have something in their other hand or something, that's actually super awkward to me. So, yeah, that, I, I, I don't know. I like shaking people. Like, when they do that, just shake it with my right hand anyways. I'm like, we're going to make it bo- awkward for both of us. <laughs> Where they have to, like, come over the top. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grab it on the safe side. Yeah. Yeah, that, um... Oh, the one thing that I have noticed, I don't know if it'll list it later, but you can sometimes spot lefties when they're when they're using um, a credit card machine because when they go to swipe, they'll try to do it with their left hand. And because it's on the right side, it will pull the magnetic strip away from it and it won't work. So they'll sit there for like so long trying to, and I was like, just, just do it with your right hand. I know, I do it all the time. That is so funny. There's so many little things that I just don't think about day to day. Swiping um, credit cards. There it is. It's on the list. Dude, your life stinks. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, man. I like the little caption. It says, As for the swiper, let's hope it's chip and pin. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, yeah, well, it doesn't have chips matter. If it has a chip, it doesn't matter. But or now you can just like. So that problem is going it. away. Yeah. There you go. One less, one less thing to worry about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Playing computer games. I don't. I I don't know. I don't really play computer games, so that's. Yeah, I can't even play them right-handed. So. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm garbage with the the keyboard and mouse for a game, but. Communal pens at banks. I I mean, I don't like those anyways. I like to unclip them. I learned how to do it as a kid. Most <laughs> most banks don't even use those anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They just have pins there for everybody to use. And zippers. Uh, Zippers? Let's see. I'm trying to think. (laughs) That shouldn't be. (laughs) I'm glad you used your sweater zipper. (laughs) That shouldn't be. (laughs) (laughs) You caught me off guard there. Uh, (laughs) No, I I can't say that I've ever had a A zipper problem. Yeah, a problem with that, so. I have a sweater that has a zipper on the other side. Everyone says it's a woman's sweater. Yeah, women's uh, it is. Oh, I've, been tell- I've been telling. I've been telling you. To, it doesn't fit me anymore. I've been telling you to give it to Anna for the longest. Just stop wearing it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like the office. Why does this jacket button on the other side? Mysterious. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So yeah. Um. I so. A lot of it's little stuff that, you know, you can work around or get used to. I think the biggest thing is that people just think it's weird, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like you have to, you know, deal with people giving you grief about something that you can't help, that doesn't change, that makes your life harder. So it's like if I could make everything easier and just fit in with, you know, right-handed world, I would. But, you know, then you have to get grief on top of struggling with, like, normal everyday things <laughs> that you're trying to figure out, you know? Man. <laughs> A whole new world <laughs> where everybody gets mad at you. Oh, my God. Oh, it doesn't matter how you type or how you write. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
glad you turned this into. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Jeez. Oh. That's profiting off other people's misery. That's, yeah, that's what so, we're all about uh, on this podcast, <laughs> right? Everybody. So, yeah, that's enough uh, whining out of me, I think. <laughs> uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, what, Aaron? Oh, this last thing? Yeah, what was that? Oh, we're talking about uh, Jacob's. What I find to be very interesting okay. <laughs> is that, like, when I first met him, like, I went into his room and he was like, do you like coffee? I'm like, I like, guess I do. I just put, like, French vanilla creamer. He has, like, a whole just get up of coffees and syrups and Italian sodas and craziness. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had, like, chocolate with chili in it? Like chili pepper? Yeah. Yeah. I'd never had it then. Yeah. And I think you put it into my coffee. I don't recall, but that sounds like <laughs> something I would do. I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that before. I was just wondering why you got into all that stuff. Um, Really, the biggest thing with me, I, I've, always, I've always wanted to try as many different things as possible. Um, because, you know, there's, there's some things where it's just like, you know, you, you try something that you've never had that's always been around and then it ends up being like your favorite thing, you know? Yeah. It's like you never know what something's going to taste like until you've had it. And so for me, I've always wanted to go out of my way to just to try as many different combinations of flavors that I could. Yeah. And then being able to combine those things into something even more complex, you know, create something that's even better. Yeah, I, that's why I thought it was interesting because I'm pretty, like, okay with just drinking, like, straight coffee. And it's like... I'll drink it dark. I don't really put sugar in it. Unless, like, I want that kind of a boost, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's why I thought it was interesting, because you do come up with some pretty good um, combinations. What would you say your favorite coffee combination is? Um, coffee Like, what's something that you say like, you would drink, but other people wouldn't really <clears throat> think of mixing together? Um... That goes good with coffee. Um, I never thought of putting chili pepper with chocolate, although you had like a chocolate bar with chili pepper. Yeah, I mean, I've gone to cafes and they have like a chili mocha, like on, oh, or, yeah. or something. We went... Something you'll see too is like uh, Mexican hot chocolate. That's what they call it, but it's like cayenne pepper and chocolate, basically. No, they have a coffee. It was on Fourth when I was working with you guys last year. We went to that. Uh, Oh yeah, they had chiltepin. Chiltepin uh, in the coffee, cold brew. Um, yeah, some stuff like that. Um, a lot of times with coffee, I, I mean, I'll usually just go, um, uh, you know, a, a dark coffee, kind of plain or straight espresso, because I'm looking for more of the underlying flavors that are already within the coffee itself. Yeah. Uh, one of the weirdest combos that I would probably um, have to mention with coffee, um, cheese. In coffee, uh, a friend of mine actually told me to try that. You uh, just like cut chunks of uh, cheddar cheese, and you kind of dip it into your coffee, and the oils from it actually mix together, and you get that flavor, and then the cheese gets all melted. It's actually awesome. <laughs> but again, something that most people wouldn't try yeah. just hearing that. But so again, you I've never heard know. Some people put salt in their coffee. Yeah, that's weird too. Yeah. So we should. That should be the cover of this. Um, what cheese and coffee? 
cheese and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll call this episode. Welcome to this new episode of Cheese and, cheese coffee. and coffee. Yeah, everybody will be running to that one. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, cheese and wine or cheese and coffee? <laughs> wow, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but even, you know, food that people consider to be weird, like different types of uh, seafood or uh, even like uh, organ meats and stuff, a lot of people will just it's like never ever they'll never try it and you know they never build up a taste for it or even see what any of those things are like i've always been completely opposite on that i want to try as many things as i can even if i know what it is and i think it's weird i'll, I'll still at least try it yeah and that's interesting you know it's funny because like i i don't mind trying different when it comes to different foods and stuff or like you said organ meats and stuff like that certain things i rather not in order for me to try it, I can't know what certain things oh, are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like, like uh, menudo. Yeah, like if you just say, here's some menudo, and I, I, I can try it, and I can eat. Now I know what it is. But but at first, I'm just like, I, you, you don't have to tell me. Let me just try it first. Mm-hmm. And then you can tell me after what it is. Otherwise, I won't try it. Certain things, it's just like, yeah. I don't know. And yeah. like liver, I can't stand. Like liver. I went uh, to Mississippi. liver and onions is like my favorite. What? <laughs> well, here's the thing. If... If you if it's cooked well, maybe I can tolerate it. But most of the time, it's it's very rare that I see it cooked well. And when I say cooked well, I mean it. Liver has it smells like when you cook it, it smells like a, a urinal. Yeah, and that's what it's and it tastes like one too. Yeah, yeah it does that to be prepared properly. So if you prepare properly, you get that urinal smell oh. out of it. Just you know, freeze it. <laughs> for breeze uh, a liver before you eat it yes good idea uh, and that's the thing you don't have to like everything but i think people need to be more open to just try things yeah i you know i mean yeah i agree because yeah liver's weird and you know i like it um i know most people don't but there's also a lot of people that would never ever try it so they you know they'd never know yeah like sardines for instance i turned some people onto sardines yeah, I mean that's yeah that's different though. It's it's a fish. I mean, but people are pretty uh, they're yes. pretty against it. Oh yeah, like they're seriously I know, but, against it. I know, but a lot of times those people don't care for seafood anyway. No, but that's I mean, true. or their wives are like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. You will not live in this house, right? Right. I <laughs> get you it. Eat a sardine. I get it. Eat them outside. Brush. Yeah. Brush. Rinse. <laughs> power wash. <laughs> right, and then you can come inside. Well, anchovies too. Yeah, anchovies. I actually don't like anchovies. On pizza, they you are like sardines, actually but you really don't like good. It. Well, I, that for is some a, reason, you know. I, I, I was at your house and we got anchovies from like a Domino's or something, and I ate it. Well, see, that was your problem. You the got them next, from Domino's. The next you got day, them from Domino's. The next day, I could still taste anchovies. Right. That's that, not sardines. It doesn't do that for me. I can eat it. I can enjoy it, and then I can leave it. It doesn't like stay with me. No, you're right. If you, especially if you ate a lot of pizza too, yeah. You, but they're good though. Anchovies are amazing. I haven't, I have never eaten them, eaten them by themselves. Let's no, no, that. no. They're. I wouldn't eat them by themselves. Anchovies on pizza. They're pretty good. They're really yeah. good on salad too. Yeah. But yeah, again, that's the thing that just uh, a lot of people I've talked to are like, no, that's gross. I would never even try that. You know? Mm-hmm. And I, and I think I think what happens too is when you don't try things and really, um, you're not used to, you know, switching between flavors or going to those extremes. I think it kind of narrows your ability to taste, and then it makes those things you know jarring or weird, and then it makes it harder to be able to to really taste what's in something. 
No, I, mm-hmm. I, I, if you get what I mean. Yeah, because you completely you, agree. You broaden the spectrum of what you can compare things to, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Which is no. funny because I find that with pizza, because it's like, it's not that offensive or scary. <clears throat> so you just eat all different kinds of pizza, and then you realize that you can get different, like you can get smoky flavors from like the brick oven. Mm-hmm. You can get like the garbage flavors from Papa John's. <laughs> Uh, are, are we gonna just like shoot down every pizza, every pizza company? <laughs> have them all after us? That would be great. Quick question, since we're on pizza, really quick. No, best pizza. The best pizza. Best pizza. Where? Period. Your favorite pizza. Uh, that's the thing. That is the problem. Because, like he's saying, once you get a broad okay, enough, okay. once you get a broad enough spectrum, Aaron. Okay. You come to enjoy them all for their own special reasons. Okay. It's not like one is better than the other. It's like, what do I want to feel like inside when I'm done eating this? I feel the same inside whenever I eat pizza. Because <laughs> if you eat like a brick, a brick um, oven pizza, you know, you're getting that fiery. The dough is like nice. Everything can be cooked on it really well. And it comes out like a brick. Yeah. And then you can go Those to like brick flavors that you get. In. People hate Little Caesars, and I love Little Caesars. So do you just the same? Do you prefer like the thin crust or the like the New York style crust, or do you like the Chicago style deep dish? I can't honestly say I've eaten enough deep dishes to be able to give that to you in a correct answer. We need to go to Chicago no. just to get some I deep, don't some die real. <laughs> Deep dish pizza. Oh, you won't die. <laughs> We've survived many trips You'll just before. be maimed. <laughs> the only thing you can do from now on is speak and do the podcast. <laughs> right. uh, Aaron, I'm so glad you came over. I haven't seen someone for two weeks. <laughs> can, can we record our voices again? <laughs> so you mentioned earlier that there was some bombshell that you uh, yeah. about the drop. So what is this? Well, we made it late long enough, but... So I don't mean for this to take away from our guest, obviously. So, you ever watch a TV show, <laughs> dude? And, now uh, I'm trying to figure out like what's going on. <laughs> you ever watch a TV show and they add like a character or something to it, and it just destroys the television show? Yeah. Like what show? I can think of like The Office when Michael Scott leaves. It's like totally different. Okay. So I actually got someone to co-host with us, but she can't do it every week. Uh-oh. <laughs> She's sitting in the room with Anna, actually. She's a local Tucsonan. She's very funny. <laughs> and I just wanted to see if you're okay with it. And so you decide to record <laughs> my <laughs> response to this. Classic Antonio. Yes. Oh well, you said it's um, but you said it's she's gonna co-host like like guest co-host periodically. Yeah, her schedule isn't allowed to do it like frequently. Mm -hmm. But for today, she's like waiting. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Would you do you want to meet her? (laughs) Do Do you really want to record this? Yes. Why? (laughs) This is really weird. Okay, ready. (laughs) Okay. Is it a dog? Oh, wow. (laughs) It's a cat. (laughs) It's a cat. It's a kitty. (laughs) Oh, man. How old is she? 
I don't know, but she has a tattoo. <laughs> she has a tattoo. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I love kittens, but I am allergic. You are? To cats, I am. <laughs> yeah. I know, but I love kittens, though. I do love them. She is the first and I still, podcasting kitty here. I still will pet them, but does she speak, though? Yep. <laughs> she's like purring into the microphone. Yeah, I think she's broken. She purrs constantly. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> we can we can have her on. Okay. That, that, <laughs> she has my vote approved. You should put her picture on Instagram. No. Oh, you. She's <laughs> too young for that, Aaron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's oh, just man. a small kitty. Say hi. She should start her. Yeah, you should start her an Instagram page. Too. Well, I thought that it would really, you know, appeal to appeal to our female listeners since we have so many. <laughs> you can have a cat. See? I think you just lost the two that you had. <laughs> <laughs> what, you and Aaron? Yeah. Oh. oh, man. Well. Oh. Now everybody's yeah. offended. Yeah. Yeah. Now everyone's yeah. offended. We apologize in advance for <laughs> all who are offended. Okay, her schedule doesn't allow her to stay anymore. <laughs> so where So where did you find her? Um, or where did you get her? her at the Humane Society. Oh, nice. I know. I feel like I'm Jack Hanna now. And how old is she? <laughs> Uh, like two months, two and a half months. Two and a half months. Okay. Oh, yeah, she's tiny. She had a brother named Rex, but I don't think we could fit two cats here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was funny. Apparently, the lady that brought her there, she'd only been in the store for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So when we came to like a like, we were just looking for pet kittens, and then we adopted her. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, "She's only been here for like an hour." <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Yeah, I guess the house that she was like, they call it Foster? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that one is. The Foster home, uh, She had a, there was like a lot of animals there and stuff, so she was pretty, pretty acclimated to uh, dogs and other cats. So. Oh, okay. She hasn't destroyed anything yet, thankfully. Okay. Well, that's cool. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, I don't, what's her name? Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Cleo. Her oh. original name was Emily, but we changed it to Cleopatra. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I was like, I don't want this name from my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Nice. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So we're good. We're good. We can have a co-host. Okay. <laughs> You'll just be sneezing profusely. Yeah, and we'll we'll Photoshop her into some of our our pictures. Yeah, man. <laughs> of her she, sitting. Come on, that's why I got the cat. Get yeah. more viewers. <laughs> she can, yeah, she can be the next Smudge the Cat. Smudge the Cat. <laughs> you know what? We need to take a picture of her sitting. Yeah, there and at, the table, yeah. at the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will you, t- <laughs> you took my seat as a host. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we yeah we can definitely do a lot with that. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was worried for a minute. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it's about to go down. <laughs> I'd like to use this first time we had a guest to completely change the show. <laughs> oh, Man, I really built it up, too. I wrote a whole script for it and everything. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and she does actually like classical music. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I guess when cats purr or kittens purr continuously, it's because they're nervous. So while she was getting acclimated to the house... That's what she was doing, and we would just play like piano music or classical music, and she'd go to sleep. And what kind of tattoo does she have? So, whenever a cat gets spayed, 
they tattoo it so that if it's out, um, they already know that that's been done. They don't have to. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, neither did I. Wow. Okay. Huh. I just learned something new. Yeah, I feel as I said, I feel like Jack Hanna. <laughs> <laughs> Let nice. me see. She does play the piano. <laughs> she plays the piano. <laughs> yeah, she just steps on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh really i thought she actually played there for a second <laughs> well 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 maybe one day okay we can dream <laughs> the piano cat and uh yeah she's crazy <laughs> well she's asleep now <laughs> oh, that's man. funny so yeah well thank you everybody for coming to our podcast this week uh we're so happy that we had Jacob Ortega talk to us about the ins and outs of the education system and how horrible it is and why left-handed people are going to take over the world someday. So start practicing now. We'll see you guys next week when I have our uh, guest, Damien Coatsenbasis, talk to us about mariachis and uh, being Greek. That's perfect. So Perfect topic for him. Join us next week.